Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 72, 10 Reasons Why Everyone Should Become a Reader. Hi, Dan Miller here, author of 48 Days to the Work You Love. You're listening to my good friend, Brian Holmes, on an important program, Strategic Living. Pay attention. Welcome, everyone, to the program today. You have found the Strategic Living Podcast, where we are all about transforming minds, developing leaders, awakening dreams, activating destinies. We just want to see you healed and your mind renewed. We want to see you engaged in what it is that God has created you to be and do. My name is Brian Holmes. I am your host, and I'm super proud to do it for you going to be an awesome program today and I going to be a short program but I want to challenge you in this area of becoming an avid and consistent reader I believe it's so very important let's get started everybody well as always great to have you on the program today and uh, I am just delighted that you are here so many wonderful things happening at brianholmes.com. And just before we dive into our content today, I want to share with you that we have a brand new website that is up and running. And uh, we've had a few little tweaks here and there. But other than that, I'm really proud of the way it turned out. And we are structured now with a lot more tools and information. But we're also uh, positioned to provide to you some real opportunities in the coming months for online learning and various things like this. So Really excited about that. Check out brianholmes.com. I believe you'll be very impressed and uh, very thankful for what we've done there. Also, I wanted to mention to you that next week, I'm going to tell you twice in this program, but right now, next week, put a bookmark in it. Ray Edwards is going to be back on the program with us. Ray is a dear friend, tremendous uh, writer, author, speaker, and has a one of the best podcasts, I think, out there, The Ray Edwards Show. And I, you're going to enjoy the conversation that we have together concerning uh, the seasons of change. I believe it's going to be a real blessing to you. Well, let's get started, everybody. Readers are leaders, and leaders are readers. You will hear me say that more than once today. Readers are leaders. Leaders are readers. Not only is this an absolute fact, it's really true. But I believe that one of the only ways you and I can avoid becoming irrelevant and out of touch is to be regular, purposeful readers. And I say that because things are changing at such a wicked pace. I mean, literally, information is moving at such breakneck speeds. Technology is transforming. Uh, literally, what was cutting-edge 24 hours ago is now behind just a little bit. And for us to assume that we can just, you know, go along with it and hope it turns out okay and not do what we can to grow ourselves and build ourselves and stay up with the times, I tell you, if you're not a reader, you're going to become irrelevant pretty quickly. Well, so many people say, well, Brian, I don't have time to read. I just want to strangle someone when they say that because that's just not an accurate statement. It may feel like you don't have time, 
But my supposition is, is that maybe we need to evaluate how we are utilizing our time and look at places where time is being literally wasted and make priorities out of those things that are so important to us and slot them in to our daily routines so that what is critically important to our development, our growth, and our being is really on the calendar. So I I really don't buy into the idea that you don't have time. I can speak for Americans here in the U.S., and I'm sure this is the same in many parts of the world, but we spend all kinds of time doing non-productive, non-developmental activities, such as watching television. And I watch a little bit every week, but very little. Surfing the internet. And, And I don't know about you, but the internet is such a powerful, amazing tool, yet it is so easy to get sucked into this vortex of nothingness where you just are staring at a screen and clicking this link and that link, and there's no purpose, there's no relevance, there's no real meaning as to why we're utilizing precious time to just bounce around and and browse the internet. And I love that word browse is really accurate. We're just browsing. It's like window shopping for nothing you're going to buy. And, you know, I know some individuals that are infatuated with and spend a lot of time playing video games. And boy, do I know some people who waste enormous amounts of time on social media. And I love social media. Social media is a valuable, valuable tool. And it is a great way to communicate with and stay in contact with people you want to stay in contact with. But I think if you were honest about it, you would find out that we spend a lot of time on social media that is completely wasteful and nonproductive. And there's so many other things we can talk about, places where we waste time. The truth is, I find that people do what they value. I find that people do what's really important to them. I find that people do what they want to do. And if growth and development and expanding your horizons is important to you, then reading must become one of those things that is of priority, that you make time, you frame time, you block time to do. You know, reading one book will change your life because the information contained within those pages, provided it's accurate and relevant, can shape something in you for a future appointment. So reading one book can change your life, but imagine reading multiple books per year, books that are specifically aligned with your purpose, specifically related to your calling, specifically related to things that are of interest to you or things that are related to um, your work, your field of study, your field of, of labor. If you were to read multiple books per year, I believe it would change your destiny and it would ultimately change the lives of those that you touch. So on today's episode, I want to share with you 10 reasons why I believe every one of us should focus on being a reader. Ten Reasons Why Everyone Should Be a Reader. George R.R. Martin, in his work, A Dance with Dragons, said this, 
A reader lives a thousand lives before he dies. The man who never reads lives only one life. Reason number one, readers grow. Readers grow spiritually. Readers grow mentally, intellectually. Readers grow in their ability to render influence. Readers grow emotionally. Readers grow. That's reason number one. Reason number two, reading produces confidence. And as a side note, you could say that reading builds one's self-esteem. Reading produces confidence and builds one's self-esteem. You know, when you don't know what you don't know, it's very easy to be intimidated. And when a person lacks a breadth of exposure in certain fields of knowledge or areas of understanding, if they lack wisdom, the Bible talks about that, then that person has limited opportunity because my exposure and my breadth of knowledge and understanding and wisdom is, is the boundary by which I can enter into opportunity. So reading builds my confidence. It builds my competency. It builds my self-esteem so that when I am faced with an opportunity, I'm not intimidated by it. Reason number three. Reading feeds the mind, and reading feeds the soul. You know, we have a thousand voices coming at us every single day. We're, we're not short of people telling us what to think. We're not short of bosses and workmates who are uh, draining energy from our emotional state and our heart. We are not short of news anchors and news networks that are telling us all of the bad news and all the things that are going wrong in our world. But I can control what I read and what I allow into my mind and my soul. And so if I pick up a book that's going to grow me, feed me, nourish my mental capacity and cause my soul to be fed, I can actually pick up materials and read magazines, books, etc. that will replenish what's been flushed out of my soul and out of my mind through the day's activities. So reading feeds my mind and feeds my soul. Reason number four, reading equips you with the skills, the competencies, and the goods that you need so that you can serve those you were created to serve. That's right. You were created to serve mankind. You were given a, a task, an assignment. You have a particular destiny that involves you being something to someone. And reading equips you for that task. Why? Well, because it, it provides knowledge. It, it grows you in wisdom. It, it provides ideas. It gives you perspectives. And even can formulate in your mind solutions because you're taking in information that as we piece things together, we come up with solutions to problems that people are in need of solving. So reading equips you with the things you need to serve those you are called to serve. Reason number five, readers have a distinct advantage over non-readers, specifically in the marketplace. If you are a business owner, you have a distinct advantage over the business owner, your competitors that are non-readers. If you are a manager in a company, you have a distinct advantage over other management positioned people who are non-readers because the more you know, the more your competency makes room for you. In your job, on your job, 
Take three people that have the exact same job title, the same job responsibilities, the same exact day-to-day activities that they're responsible for. Readers, if you're a reader, you have a distinct advantage over your coworkers in the same position who are non-readers. If you're in a leadership role, maybe the pastor of a church or a youth pastor or a uh, maybe a leader in a community organization, if you are a reader, you have a distinct advantage over those who are non-readers. You say, well, I'm disadvantaged. Well, you can change that. Become a reader, and it will provide to you reason number five, a distinct advantage over non-readers. Reason number six, readers have more influence because they have more answers. You know, in this world, we have influencers and we have followers. We have leaders and followers. We have people who who administrate influence on a situation and other people who align themselves with that influence. I will tell you that readers have more influence because intuitively they have more answers. They have more wisdom. They have more knowledge. So they have more influence. If you would like to to have more influence in the state where you are, and I don't mean like Texas. I'm talking about if you are in a job, if you want to be the person who people begin to look to to influence an environment, to influence a culture, to influence a uh, direction the company may need to go, be an avid reader in that field of study and you will become the person who has answers and therefore you will be the person who has influence. Reason number seven, that you should be a reader. Reading expands your horizons. What do you mean by that, Brian? Well, a reader is able to get in contact with a bigger world. There's a much bigger world out there than the small myopic thing that you're existing in right now. The more you read, the bigger the world is. Reading expands your horizons because it grows your worldview. It it puts you in touch with other cultures, other lifestyles, other ideals, other ways of doing things. Reading expands your horizons. Reason number eight, reading increases your personal value in relationships. The more you read, the more value valuable you become. And if I'm in a marriage relationship, if I'm in a friendship, if I'm in a work relationship, or a maybe it's a leadership role that I'm playing, and I therefore I'm relating to other people, I'm the leader, and I have others that I'm responsible for, my value increases greatly in those relationships as a reader. Reason number nine, reading increases your lifespan. There are dozens and dozens of studies that when you read a book that challenges you and and activates the synapses of the brain and things begin to move and cells begin to regenerate, it literally increases your lifespan. I'm reminded of a quote that I talk about quite often. It's that uh, living things grow and growing things change. And the more you administer your time in a way where you're able to read and grow your mind, grow your heart, grow your life. It literally is adding years to your life. I think that's powerful. I want to live a long time, so I better be a reader. And reason number 10, readers are leaders. Have you heard this before? Readers are leaders and leaders are readers. If you were to identify four or five people in your world, in your life that have influenced you in a very powerful way or that you look up to or that you admire or respect. Maybe it's someone in government. Maybe it's someone in your community. Maybe it's a spiritual leader. Maybe it's a role model or a mentor or a coach. 
if you were to identify three or four people like that in your world and you were to interview them and ask them, tell me the last four or five books you've read and how they influenced you, they'd be able to tell you because the people who touch us the most tend to be people who read because readers are leaders and leaders are readers. So Brian, how do I how do I become a reader? How do I get into that habit? Well, you obviously realize that you must start. And we've been taught for many years that in order to de- uh, develop a brand new habit, one has to do something for some say 21 days, some say 30 days, some say 90 days, whatever. But you have to do it consistently for a period of time so that it becomes a part of your your DNA. But here are some tips that I think will help you to start and continue this process. One is set a specific time each day as your reading time, whether that's in the morning before you go to work, whether it's in the evening before you retire for the day. Hey, by the way, you could set a time during primetime TV and just say, you know what, flip the TV. I'm going to read. I'm going to feed my mind and my soul instead of uh, it being entertained and escaping somewhere that's fantasy world. But set a specific time each day as your reading time. Treat that time as an appointment you have that is non-negotiable. Number two, listen to books on audio. That is such a valid way to read. Now, I love reading a book, putting my eyes on the words, on the pages, or on the Kindle, or on the iPad, whatever it is. I love all of that, and, and I do that. But I tell you what, I take such advantage of the time I spend in my car Every single morning when I'm getting ready in my bathroom, I am literally listening to something, whether it's a book on audio, whether it's the Bible, I'm listening to something because it's time I can utilize and spend on growing myself. So listen to books on audio. Great resources for that. Here's two great resources to check out. Audible.com, A-U-D-I-B-L-E.com. Great. There are thousands upon thousands of books in all genres on audio that you can download right onto your smartphone and be able to have those books with you on the go and use that drive time to and from work. Someone said, "Use make the, your car a university on wheels, but that is one way to do it. There's also audio book summaries. Now, we've had printed book summaries or digital book summaries for years, but now there's a couple of companies out there like Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-E-S-T, they provide book summaries where they take all of the, the primary ideas and the summary of the book and they put that into an audio presentation. It might be 10, 15, 30 minutes long, but you, you literally get the content of a book in a short space of time and you do so on audio. So listen to books on audio. Another great resource that I really have to tell you about, one of my favorite podcasts is the Read to Lead podcast. Read to Lead, R-E-A-D-T-O-L-E-A-D. I believe it's readtoleadpodcast.com. But check that out. That is a, a, a weekly podcast where the host actually interviews authors every single week. And they talk about these amazing books that are being put out to the public that can grow you. These are just some tips to help get you started. So what were the 10 ways again, the 10 reasons? Number one, readers grow. Number two, reading produces confidence. Number three, reading feeds the mind and the soul. Number four, reading equips you with those skills and competencies, the knowledge, the wisdom that you need so that you can serve those you're called to serve. Number five, readers have a distinct advantage over non-readers. Number six, readers have more influence because they have more 
answers. Number seven, reading expands your horizons. Number eight, reading increases your value in relationships. Number nine, reading increases your lifespan, literally. Number 10, readers are leaders and leaders are readers. I want to leave you with a few questions just to consider, and you're welcome to engage with us on Facebook in conversation. What if you read one book per week in your chosen field or area of interest? What if you read, you say, Brian, one book a week? Are you crazy? I haven't read one book in the last year. I know, but some of you are going to take this challenge. What if you read one book a week? That's about 20 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes a day, no more than 30 minutes a day reading. You can you can wipe off a book in a week, in a seven-day period, reading just 20 to 30 minutes a day. What if you read one book per week in your chosen field or area of interest? Would that make a difference? If you were in sales and you read a book on sales techniques and sales strategies and marketing and those types of things, prospecting, if you read one book a week on sales, becoming a better salesperson, do you not realize that your career would skyrocket because you would be so far out in front of the competition? What if you're in the people business like I am, uh, reading books about human behavior, reading books about dealing with people's challenges and, and struggles, reading books about uh, things that that bind us and cause us not to be able to make progress? What if you read a book a week about people and how to work with people? Would you not rise to the forefront of that field? Of course you would. And the list goes on. Name any genre, any niche, anything that you're interested in. If you read a book a week, what kind of a difference would that make in your life? Brian Tracy, great trainer and author, says that if a person reads 50 books per year, that's five zero, 50 books per year, in their chosen field, they would become an internationally recognized expert in that field within five to seven years. You would literally rise to the top and be on CNN, NBC, MSNBC, Fox. You'd be the person they'd be calling on. Why? Because you had read and become an expert in that field. Here's the bottom line. Readers rise to the top, period. Those people who subscribe to a lifestyle of learning and are always adding value to themselves through reading. They're always going to be in the top 2% of income earners and influencers in the world. There's no question about that. So my challenge to you is this. Not are you a reader, but would you join me in, a, in a, just a commitment for this season that you're going to become a reader extraordinaire? You're going you're gonna to become a person who is committed to yourself, committed to your destiny, committed to becoming the man or the woman that God's made you to be so much so that you're going to begin to read consistently every single day, not just novels and fantasy romance stuff. Okay. That's all well and good. I'm talking about things that will grow you, cause you to become more of what God's called you to be. Join me and become a reader who makes a difference. I would love for you to engage with us in conversation around this idea of being a reader. If you want to comment on this episode, go to the show notes, brianholmes.com forward slash 072. We'd love to hear from you there. You're welcome to join us in conversation on Facebook as you see these posts come out. We'd love to hear from you all the way across the board.
couple of very quick announcements for you. Our brand new website is now live at brianholmes.com, and we've been working on this for some time. I'm super pleased uh, with the outcome. We're going to be adding more and more features, more and more tools, uh, a number of giveaways. But I want to mention to you right now that if you have not subscribed to our weekly email update, uh, this is the perfect time to do it. We have just put online with this launch of the new website a an audio a short audio series that I did on the subject knowing God as Father, and you say, well, that sounds very religious. Well, it is sort of, but not because what it's about is I, I want you to think in terms of not religion. I want you to think in terms of relationship. There is a relationship that that our heavenly Father wants to have with us that causes us to be thrust into a place of favor, a place of success, a place of blessing, a place of peace in our hearts because we're not trying to perform to get his approval. He approves of us. He's our dad. And this series, we we address this. We talk about this. Specifically, I talk in this series about the prodigal son, the story that everybody knows about. But I bring some information, some revelation, some understanding about that that I think may be different than what you've heard before. And I want to give that to you as my free gift. When you subscribe to our weekly email update, right on the front page, you'll see the the graphic for the series there, and you'll see an invitation to join us in our email community. We don't blast you, by the way. We just keep you informed as to what's going on in our community. But we will immediately send you an email that has the downloadable link so you can download all those audio files right to your smartphone, to your computer, and listen to those right away. I invite you to do that. But certainly check out the new website at brianholmes.com. Next week on this program, I am so excited. My great friend, my dear friend, my brother from another mother, Ray Edwards, is going to be with us. We're going to be talking about seasons of change. In fact, uh, we have had quite a discussion about this offline, and we're going to bring it right to you online. I believe you're going to be really blessed by that. So join me next week for an interview with Ray Edwards. Also, I want to mention that we have Monday Mastery Series, The Battle for the Mind. That's that's right in the middle of it right now, but you can check them all out on the website. There's a Monday Mastery button right there on the front page. You can click that. It'll take you to a dedicated page with all of those listed out for you in sequence, and you can get caught up there, all right? Uh, Other than that, I just want to invite you to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. I would really, really appreciate it if you would rate the podcast for us, leave us a review. Those two things specifically actually drive us up in the visibility rankings in iTunes. And what that does is it helps other people to find us more easily. They have these algorithms and things they do. I don't understand it all, but I know it works. And we are asking you to help us to do that. Also, you can share this podcast by clicking the share button on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, Pinterest, everywhere you want to share it. Just help us to get the word out of what's happening here at brianholmes.com and the Strategic Living Podcast. Well, we're going to wrap it up today by just issuing one more charge and one more challenge, and that is pick a book. Any book. Become a reader. I want to tell you this too, by the way. At brianholmes.com, on the front page, you're going to see a nice button right above the most recent post that says recommended resources. 
recommended resources. That's going to take you to a page on the website where I list out probably eight or ten books that I have read or are presently reading that I know will just light you up and help you. So if you're wondering, where do I start? Go right there. Check out the recommended resources tab and scroll down through that. You'll find a section on our recommended reading and there are some phenomenal books. You can click the link. It goes straight to Amazon. You can order your book and you're done. But I want to encourage you, whatever you do, become a reader, become a lifestyle learner and let's grow into all that God has called us to be. Well, I trust that what we've shared with you today has challenged you to pursue God's very best for your life. My prayer for you is that you are healed from your past, transformed in your mind and heart, and that you are activated to fulfill everything that God has declared over your life. Well, till next time, remember this, you're made in his image, destined for a purpose, designed for greatness. The entire world is waiting for the real you to show up. We'll see you again back here next week. God bless. God bless.